One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking about professional wrestling, which is something we do every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tune in, iHeart, American Forces Radio, SportsByline.com, over-the-air affiliates like KMAB, 99KMSR, and the Mightier 1090 podcast, replays on SiriusXM, or maybe you're video streaming on Twitch or YouTube. However you're joining me today, I'd just like to say thank you. Hopefully, wherever you are, it's sunny outside. And if not, hopefully it's sunny inside your mind. Sunny where I'm at, finally, after... 18 hours of rain that we just got on my portion of Delmarva. A lot of wind going on right now, though, so I'll apologize in advance if you hear some of the swirling winds outside whistle through the windows of this old house. Considering the podcast that some of you listen to, some of that air whistling through the cracks in the windows may be a better audio experience, but you never know. I'll speculate that Brian Alvarez is enjoying his time in Hawaii. He'll be rejoining the show after Christmas. Rejoining the show after missing Friday due to being paid to fight. Filthy Tom Lawler is back and he'll fill us in on his adventures over the last few days. Not only did Filthy Tom face off against Wheeler Yuta for the ROH Pure title at Final Battle on Friday... But he also did battle for Time Bomb Pro in both Fargo and Minneapolis. We'll let you know how that went. And we'll also give our thoughts on the rest of Final Battle as well. And everything else that happened over the weekend. It was another busy weekend. We had not only ROH, but WWE SmackDown, AEW Rampage and Collision. And CMLL's Friday Night Arena Mexico show. I've seen just about all of it. So we'll see what we have time to get into today. Tonight, of course, is Monday Night Raw from the Wells Fargo Center in Des Moines, Iowa. Shout out to Frank Alvin Gotch being from Davenport, Iowa. It's Seth Rollins' country. We'll see if that means anything for the reaction of CM Punk. I assume Punk's going to be there. It hasn't been officially announced yet, but we'll let you know what they officially do have announced for tonight when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live.
Did you know cooking nuisance alarms are the top reason for disabling smoke alarms? Introducing First Alert Precision Detection Alarms. Updated to the newest industry standards, these alarms feature new precision detection smoke alarm technology to help better distinguish cooking smoke and steam from a fire emergency. First Alert Precision Detection Alarms also provide early warning in the event a fire breaks out. Materials in today's homes burn hotter and faster, allowing less time to escape, which means every second counts. Current smoke alarms will continue to provide protection until they reach their end of life. But alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 10 years. If it is time to replace your alarms or if you want to upgrade to the latest technology, visit FirstAlert.com or your local Lowe's store to help protect what matters most. Sponsored by First Alert. What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered. So why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now, 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you. You know we do this show right here for an hour at a time every single day, but if you want us 24-7, you can find us on Twitter slash X, at Sempervivi, at Brian Alvarez, at Filthy Tom Lawler, at Jim Valley, and of course, at Sports Byline USA. I'd also like for you to make the wrestling news part of your day, everything you need to know to get your day started, get you up to date, or get you to your favorite wrestling review pod, like Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave and Garrett. Because Brian Alvarez isn't here. No, he's not even doing that show while he's over in Hawaii. He was serious this time. He is taking time off. Brian and or Vinny and Craig did the Figure Four Daily Show on Sunday. No Brian Alvarez. 
We're just getting pictures sent to us, uh, making sure that everything's okay. Him tanning himself on the beach. That is not a part of the wrestling news, but all of the wrestling news you need to know is just go to the wrestlingnews.com, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We're at Wrestling News AV on Facebook and Twitter. Ring of Honor final battle was Friday. Curtis Colwall Center, Garland, Texas. And I have three questions to start this show, Filthy Tom Lawler. Three questions for you. We will take them individually once at a time. One, please for me, tell me you wreck shop on catering. One That's number one. Thousand percent. I took home three containers of food back to the hotel. I took home a bucket, a gallon of ice to put on my genitals after they were unceremoniously booted by a cheating cheating loser, Wheeler oh, Yuda. We'll I had uh peanut butter brownies. Ooh. Caramel salted chocolate chip cookie. Ooh. Cheesecake. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I made I sure to get that. my I made sure to get my money's worth out of all uh TK promotions there. So much, so much. I had such a good time, I wanna say, actually, Mike, despite what happened in the match, that I cheered on the Jaguars yesterday as they were soundly defeated. Shame on you for everybody back in my home territory of Balmer uh, that you would say such a thing. And I got to be honest, though, Filthy, um, you talk about such a good time that you had. You talked about the catering, which sounds like money was spent on the catering and money was apparently spent on Brian Keith's still tipping. So question number two, why didn't you demand like run the jewels so my videos that I make would actually be timely and, and important or, or even seal that everybody likes? Why not that? I will say, Run the Jewels is a great group, but a lot of people use Run the Jewels as their entrance music. If I was going to choose like a, a current rap star, current rap hip-hop super group, maybe to represent myself, I think I'd go with Zarface. Ooh. Actually. I like Zarface. Yeah. Esoteric. They did the uh, great collab with MF Doom. They actually have some new stuff out, too, but that's not important right Artificial now. Artificial Intelligence. Yes. Dropped, it's, it's dropped last week or the week before. Really good. I heard it on Woo Wednesdays on uh, on the uh, Reza show on, on 43 there hey, on, on Sirius XM. But, es Esoteric uh, is a wrestling fan, so we can give him a yes, shout-out he here. Yes. Question number three, though, Filthy. We can't put this off any longer. We cannot. Okay. Should you not have known that Ring of Honor has crooked referees and that Tony Khan runs the sloppy shop? Should you not have known that going into that match? Because you got ripped off. Bottom line is you got ripped off. I knew you were not walking out of there with that title, and I didn't think you could lose because Willer Yuta is a pansy, and I am not impressed by him whatsoever. Maybe a little bit impressed after this, but... Leading into the match, I wasn't impressed with him whatsoever. What happened there? What happened with these referees? What is going on? I got hosed. Yeah, That's did. what happened. The referee failed to call some infractions that were clearly against the pure rules. I'm not quite sure what happened at the finish. I believe my shoulder was up. 
It was. Or my my leg was in the ropes. I can't I can't even tell you, Mike. I've had that such a disappointing too. I've had such a disappointing run somewhat recently in some of these matches. And people online often say it. I'm snake bitten. And it seems to continue to be the case. So we'll see. Maybe I'll get another shot at this pure rules title. Maybe I won't. I got to I, 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 if Yuta knows what's good for him, they won't. I don't think ROH is in too big of a hurry to push this along because they know what is going to happen. Now, I've seen a lot of your matches, and I got to be honest, maybe I've missed this before. When did you start incorporating the arm capture tombstone pile driver into the repertoire? I liked that. Uh, you know, when you work over the arm, sometimes things present themselves in the matches as it's going on and uh maybe you've been watching some of the other matches on the show maybe you've been watching some masakatsu funaki <laughs> a fellow mixed martial artist and you decide you're gonna break out one of his finishers <clears throat> but mike that that was a cool move but it seemed like a lot of people really enjoyed the simple double wrist lock superplex dude off the top so i wanted to that one about that. i will keep that one in the repertoire I added that to the video. I had to. And, and, and check my Twitter after the show is over, after the show is posted. I'll put that video up there with that in there. I mean, like, kayfabe aside for a minute here, that is, to me, every time I've seen moves akin to that, I just, for both people, especially the one taking it, I mean... That is, to me, it seems like a dangerous move. Am I am I being too big of a mark as I sit here right now and watching that when it is such a visually impressive move? Of course it's dangerous when you have someone like me doing it to you, Mike. It could be, it's death-defying when you actually Touché. survive such a maneuver. And actually, I will give Wheeler Uter some credit because his arm, I believe, is still attached to his body against all conventional wisdom. But, uh, yeah, he escaped with the win. I thought, I don't know if you watched the Ring of Honor show, the entire show, but I did. everything I saw was awesome. Well, I mean, dude, were, like, were, were there Bill Watts rules where you had to stay to the end of the show? And if that was the case, did they give you a pillow and a blanket as well? And this is not because of the boredom of the what was taking place in the ring, because I know if you're an ROH fan... You were in rapture because there were bonus matches. There was time put into everything. But, like, if you're not an ROH first fan, like, you know, and not purely an ROH fan, like, it was a interminable show. I mean, it was over five hours long, including the pre-show. If you're in completely insane, Tony Khan then went for another two-plus hours in the post-show scrum and I watched the CMLL show live, and that started at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. It was over at 11.50. The, the ROH show started at 7 and was over after midnight. And they absolutely gave Ring of Honor fans everything they wanted and them some. But five hours, like what for you were some of the highlights that you remember coming out of it? Well, obviously, the main event was, I thought, fantastic. I mean, there's some, you could nitpick matches all you want, but the story and the buildup between Billy Starks and Athena, I thought was great. 
I was surprised to see Athena retain in the end and then have Billy Starks kind of go back under her wing. But Billy Starks has a long time in front of her. We think. After seeing some of the bumps she takes in these matches. For real. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong about that. And maybe they should have pulled the trigger right here and put the belt on her. But I think there's more that you could do, obviously, with Athena and Billy Starks and Lexi, you know, together. Um, so I'm interested to see how that goes. That match, they pulled out all the stops there. Uh, without breaking kayfabe too much, the backstage scene after the BCC and FTR and uh, Mark Briscoe match, it would look like a, a war scene back there blood everywhere flesh everywhere guys going into the trainer's room to get checked out people that look like they don't want to live another day on this planet because they're in so much pain uh so that one was that was brutal but what else did you expect you know a, f a fight to honor jay briscoe it was absolutely awesome and like you mentioned they gave Athena and Billy Starks all of the time that they needed to to tell the story that they've been telling and to put at least a period on it for right now. We'll get into the rest of Final Battle as well as the rest of the weekend and tonight's Monday Night Raw when we get back. Wrestling Observer Live. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. 
Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 2153. 800 943 2153. That's 800 943 2153. You are listening to Back on Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi here alongside Filthy Tom Lawler talking about the ROH final battle show that took place. I knew they weren't going to end that match with a double countout. I knew they weren't going to end that match with a double countout, but for a second I was thinking, oh God, what are they doing? After 20 minutes, FTR and Mark Briscoe fought the Blackpool Combat Club to a double countout, and then they had a fight without honor and... It was insane. You want to see Cash Wheeler bleed? Boy, it was a weekend for Cash Wheeler. He got called out on collision by the House of Black, but then bled like a stuck pig in this match. The The total time, it went. I think the fight without honor went for another 11 or 12 minutes, but ultimately it is Mark Briscoe and FTR getting the victory there. You know, it seemed like it was, again, any time Jay Briscoe's name is invoked, and it's hard not to invoke it every time you see Mark Briscoe walk out there and wrestle. You talked about just the carnage that was uh, that was strewn about with bodies and, and such. It was like a mash unit backstage after they got done. But, you know, how much is that presence of Jay Briscoe still, you know, a part of the DNA of Ring of Honor, even though we're under a new owner? But, you know, what's his presence like when it comes to these matches and having Mark around? I mean, obviously, you're never going to be able to separate the Briscoes from Ring of Honor. You know, if there's any names out there, you could throw in some other people, Samoa Joe, you know, some of the early guys, Christopher Daniels. But the Briscoes, you know, never left, essentially. Um, They were stalwarts in Ring of Honor for the majority of the time that the company, you know, was around and still is around. And to me, it's like Mark Briscoe is the representative of Ring of Honor. You know what I mean? And as a, obviously a default or as part of that, um, Ring of Honor is a representation of Jay Briscoe as well. And I think that the longer Ring of Honor is alive, the more... I guess the more like Jay Briscoe will become more important as time goes on in the in the realm or the history of professional wrestling. And I think that's a good thing. TK Stack Money, listen to me. We can do this show. Delmarva Shorebird Stadium. Mark Briscoe against whoever the ROH champion is there. Built to that. I can guarantee you it'll be great. 
Plus, it'll be close to my house. And at this point in my life, that's what I'm looking for, events that are close to my house. And if, they do, have an event close, if they do have an event close to my house, Kyle Fletcher may be defending the Ring of Honor World Television Championship if he still holds on to it. Did outlast uh, Brian Keith, who... Again, if you're going to pay for still tipping, you're going to make sure you get two shows out of that deal. But Brian Keith looked good. Him, Dalton Castle, Commander Lee Johnson, and Lee Moriarty in that match. Kyle Fletcher got rid of Commander at the end, and I was a little surprised by that. I thought actually Commander was going to get the shine there, but it makes sense to me considering that Kyle Fletcher, look, as a singles he still needs to work on promos. He still needs to become established in the United States. And with Mark Davis not around, this is a pretty darn good deal, I think. I think it's the like the perfect title for Kyle Fletcher to win. You know I mean, it puts a belt around his waist. It gives him some confidence. Uh, he has been kind of by de facto the whipping boy of sorts when it comes to the Callis family. Yeah, uh, he he would be the lowest ranked on the totem pole between Takeshita Hobbs, uh, Will Ospreay, you know, so it's good. It's good for Kyle Fletcher. If this is the Bobby Heenan family. Like he's Hercules. He, he's, he's one screw up away from getting pushed out of there. I, I think he's two steps above Hercules. If we're talking well, about in ring, uh, acumen here, but yeah, I think this we is weren't, the, though. We weren't, we <laughs> weren't, Kyle Fletcher put out an interesting post uh, afterwards. And he said that this is a future where he alone gets to write what's coming up. So seems like a kind of a step away, obviously, from Aussie Open. As I don't know when Mark Davis is coming back. They're a great team. But, hey, Kyle Fletcher is pretty awesome as a singles, and so is Mark Davis as well. So Absolutely. I quit match Ethan Page and Tony Nese. You know, this is another match that I cannot complain. Got the time that it needed to have 20 minutes long. Mark Henry came out to make sure that Mark Sterling was handcuffed to the ring post. Of course, he ended up getting the key and escaping, which led to Scorpio Sky coming out to make the save and get rid of Sterling. Nice was able to handcuff Page to increase the drama, but the ref eventually unlocked him. Uh, basically, Page uh, hit Nice with a chair and choked him out until Nice said that he quit. Uh, I thought this was, again, really, really good, too. And if you have not been a regular watcher of ROH, and I haven't been, I had to catch up on this, but I thought they were telling a good story during this. And if you only watch Collision and Rampage in the AEW shows, yeah, they talked about it and referred to it when Paige wrestled Omega and who was going to, to be the champion of all of Canada and the representative of all of Canada. But they did a really great job here. And I think in this space... You know, I don't want it to sound like an insult, but man, Ethan Page as an ROH champion or an ROH world champion, you know, in that mix, I like that for him. Yeah, I do too, but is that ROH world title going to be around? You know what I mean? It's getting, no, it's isn't it getting absorbed in the Triple Crown? So That's true. Then I think you're looking at maybe a situation where the, what would be next? The TV title would be the uh, next highest on the totem pole. I guess. It would be, although I guess it just depends on what this Continental Classic Championship belt is going to be. I think it's going to be around the waist of Kingston, which would continue on, you know, being able for him to wrestle in ROH and all that. It will be interesting to see exactly what they decide to do with that belt and how they break it out. But I would assume, I'm at least assuming it's going to be a part of, of ROH's future going forward. Now, I think, 
you could have shaved off at least 20 minutes off like the next five matches because these clocked in at almost an hour, 52 minutes. They didn't need all these matches on there. Again, if you're an ROH fan, you're just saying, you know, fatty, shut up. Look, I, I know, but I, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm speaking for the general fan here, but the AAA Mega title, I would have cut a little bit of time off of this, but this was spectacular if you love Vikingo and Black Taurus. Taurus is such a underrated base, such just such an underrated guy for all of these guys who fly around. Who, you know, him, Who's him underrating Loco. Black Taurus at this point? Because every time his name gets brought up, it seems like people understand how good this guy is. You know what I mean? It's I hope like people they do. <laughs> I hope so, too, because he's spectacular. He's one of the best bases, if not the best, right? You'd but have to say him, him or guys, Gringo Loco. That's it. Him and Gringo Loco, but they you know, they don't get, because of the spectacular moves, I mean, Vikingo, I think it was a 630. I don't know how many rotations exactly it was, but Black Taurus is standing on the floor yeah, Vikingo comes up with like a six thirty and lands on his feet. It's like, I don't know. It's just it's mind blowing what's what these guys can do, and it's mind blowing what Taurus got to stand there and take from a guy like Vikingo. But again, that was that went about seventeen minutes. Again, really fun stuff. That's how they opened up the pay per view, and I thought that was a really good way to open up the pay per view. World six man tag team titles. This went too long. You could have cut four minutes off of this. I would have been happy. Mogul Embassy over TMDK. Man, maybe Bad Dude Tito can can do in Japan what I would have wanted Jeff Cobb to do. Uh, but they obviously aren't doing that. But Bad Dude Tito, who you've crossed paths with, crossed paths with before, a member of TMDK, I thought he was kind of the standout of this match. A lot of times he is when you see him in there. You want to talk about underrated guys. I think Bad Dude Tito is at the top of that list. He can do almost anything. He looks like uh, $999,000. <laughs> He's big, strong. He wears a choker now, which is always cool. <laughs> Taking it back to the late 90s, early 2000s. So always a big fan of the old Bad Dude and if he ever got rid of the bad dude, he's got a pretty cool shoot name too. Tito Escondido is is a strong name. You can you can go out there and use that name. Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. This went. I can understand because they've been feuding and they have had history and all that. I thought this went too long, but again, fun match. I, I kind of wish Shane Taylor would have got the victory, but obviously Keith Lee is planning on going back after Swerve, I guess. But Taylor hit a Canadian destroyer on Lee from the top rope. Those are two large men doing a Canadian Destroyer from the top rope, but that was fun. Now, the most perplexing matches in my mind to be added to the show, and I guess they did this for a reason, but Eddie Kingston defeats Anthony Henry, proving ground match. If Henry would have won, he would have got the first shot at whoever wins the Continental Classic Championship, and then Nyla Rose defeated Vert Vixen. They added that to the show as well. I mean, maybe with the Von Erichs being added to the show against the Outrunners on Zero Hour, they wanted to bump something up or something like that. But uh, again, a, a lot of a lot of matches on this show. Daniel Garcia and Blake Christian had a short, fun, about ten minute match or so on the pre-show as well, too. So a lot of stuff took place on Friday night. As did WWE SmackDown and AEW Rampage, and we'll talk about those shows when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. 
Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Additional terms apply. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 We all love children and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts. And you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not. And the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. Are you looking for a guilt-free holiday season? Check out 100calsnacks.com. With 100% natural ingredients and no sugar added, these snacks are low in carbs, but high in protein and fiber, and absolutely delicious. You'll get a kick out of the chocolate brownies with ashwagandha, and use code NOGUILT for 25% off your order. That's the number 100, calsnacks.com. Get the energy boost you need with a potent dose of superfood for just 100 calories. That's 100calsnacks.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi, filthy Tom Lawler here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. We got a lot of stuff uh, to continue to get into here today, but but honestly, Tom, I mean, you talked about it at the beginning of the show. You've been having a rough time here recently. I am scared to bring this up with you right now. Because you're in a move. In fact, he just got up and walked away, folks. He just got up and walked away because he knew what was coming out of my mouth, which was to ask him about what took place at Time Bomb Pro on Thursday in Fargo. He lost to a kid by the name of Tyler Colton. And on Saturday in Minneapolis, Time Bomb title, a no-ring match, lost to a dude named Jordan. Now, I don't want to discount Jordan here at all. He defeated Brian Keith 
on Thursday's show to win the Time Bomb title. Uh, but uh, when Filthy gets back here, I want to ask him about what took place in those matches and what went on there. But Monday Night Raw is tonight from, uh, where did I say it was from? Des Moines, Iowa. That's right, Des Moines, Iowa, the Wells Fargo Center. This is going to be the last live Raw for two weeks as the company will be running a best-of show on Christmas night. Drew uh, McIntyre will be addressed by Seth Rollins. As I mentioned, Excuse CM me? Punk, Yes, yes. Undressed? As I addressed earlier. Oh. No, not undressed. I hope Seth Rollins isn't undressed. We've already had a situation with him undressed before, and we shall not go back and talk about that. He'll be addressing Drew McIntyre, though. They've added a miracle on 34th Street fight between R-Truth and J.D. McDonough. Gunther faces Miz for the Intercontinental title in the Judgment Days. Damian Priest and Finn Balor defend the WWE World Tag Team title against Brutus and Julius Creed. And Chelsea Green and Piper Niven defend the WWE Women's World Tag Team Championship against Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Filthy, before you got up and ran away there, was that because... I was going to ask you about what took place on Friday and uh, or Thursday and Saturday at Time Bomb Pro. What happened up there? Who is this kid, Jordan? Jordan. You lost to a guy with one name, and it's not even a good one. Jordan. Well, Mike, you mentioned my weekend at Time Bomb Pro. I did face the new Time Bomb Pro champion, Jordan, on Saturday night, who, by the way, defeated Brian Keith on Thursday yeah. to win that belt. So he's not a bum. We know that. He took it. He took his bounty and kept it. Mm. The uh, the fun god Jordan did in fact defeat me after a a splash off of a scissor lift, a crossbody off the top of a scissor lift through a table at a wedding venue in Minneapolis, Minnesota, in front of a couple hundred people. Just call that boy the fun god. The fun god. I did. I'm looking at his names here from the past, and I would assume with a name like the Fun God and looking at some of these other names, this man is a Takara veteran. He has <laughs> went by the names, folks. Atomic Super Thunder Frog, Estonian Thunder Frog, Estonian Farmer Frog, Thunder Frog, Super Thunder Frog, Jordan, Jamal Kills, and Chaos 300 seems to be a uh, a uh, big difference between Estonian Thunder Frog and Jamal Kills. Jamal Kills is a pretty sweet name. It is a pretty good name, I must say. Yeah, uh, I believe I believe he would be a Chikara uh, devotee from the past. Mm. But I don't do my research anymore. I'm all over the place, Mike. I got too much going on. I got to watch SmackDown mm. every week. There's People coming back every week, causing a ruckus. A couple weeks ago, it was Randy Orton. Now, AJ Styles is back. Both guys. I guess I guess UFC got rid of USADA, and <laughs> TKO has just kind of followed suit at the top of the chain. Well, you know, if you're Endeavor, I mean, you're in the business of representing movie stars, and look what some of these movie stars, like Dwayne Johnson and such, you know, look how they look when they go into these movie roles that they have. Look at the entire cast of the Von Erichs. How amazing, Mike, is it that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, found the one guy he could portray that was bigger than him, and now... 
I would argue that he, The Rock might have to take steroids to be as big as Mark Kerr. Just amazing. Mark Kerr was gigantic. The Rock, most of the time you see him, is gigantic. Randy Orton, we said, was gigantic when he came back. AJ Styles is gigantic coming back. I mean, unbelievable. Just He had about a month off or so. I don't know how long it's been. Six weeks, two months, whatever it's been. But the man has been working out diligently in that time. Comes back during the main event to save what we thought save L.A. Knight and Randy Orton from a beatdown from the bloodline, but then goes and lays out L.A. Knight with a forearm, leaves the ring, walks by the bloodline, and that's how the show went off the air. So some drama there and what seemed to be a really easy setup for a six-man tag between the two sides, now not so easy. A definite drama. I'm trying to remember through my notes, through my, you know, the limited amount of brain cells I still have, if there was any beef between AJ Styles and LA Knight in the past. And from what I remember, it was the bloodline that took out AJ Styles. So obviously you have that built in there, but I don't remember. I, you know, maybe there was an issue between them when LA Knight was still working as a heel prior in the summer. I'd have to go back and check if anybody Maybe there AJ remembers. wanted to be a model and went up to uh, Max Dupree and then, you know, he shot him down or something like that. There was the the fact that when AJ did get laid out and got loaded into that ambulance, it was L.A. Knight that took his spot and ended up having that match with Roman Reigns teaming up with John Cena against the Bloodline and then getting the world title match against Roman Reigns. And it seemed to be from the interaction that he had earlier in the night with Randy Orton, considering L.A. Knight was still being pretty cocky and obnoxious. He was just being L.A. Knight, I guess, but... You know, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy right now, but he still has the ability to seemingly rub people the wrong way at the uh, drop of a hat. Well, why should he cowtail to Randy Orton? You know what I mean? Just because Randy yeah. Orton shows up, why should LA Knight take a backseat to him? He has his own issues. He was screwed over by the bloodline as well. Um, they have done, a, I think, a really good job recently of setting up a number of contenders not necessarily for roman reigns but people who you believe could win the royal rumble right and i actually think yeah. it seems as if they're going towards randy orton versus roman reigns at the royal rumble which of course is a big match but i think if randy orton was in the rumble itself it would add a huge amount of intrigue to his comeback because you'd be wondering is he going to get that title shot is he going to get the match that he's been looking for for the past 18 months uh, and you would have another contender in there because the way I look at it now, we have obviously Cody Rhodes, CM Punk. You've got LA Knight in the mix. You could always make a case, of course, for Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens, although it seems they've been out of the loop a little bit. Jimmy Uso as well. And we can't forget it, it seems as if in the not-too-distant future, we're going to have Jimmy Uso on the baby face side as well. That's possible. The interaction between the bloodline, between Roman Reigns, Solo, and Jimmy was fantastic. I don't believe Paul Heyman uttered a word in the segments that they were in, but just everything about it, when Roman came out and said, you know, hey, there's, you know, if I fall... 
you know, there's going to be one man that keeps everybody, you know, this group, the bloodline at the top of the mountain. One man has bent over backwards this entire time, sacrificed himself, and knows what it takes to be the tribal chief. And Roman looked over. It's Jimmy who hyped up everybody coming down to the ring, and he was all into it. And there it was. Roman turned to him and said, Jimmy, join me in welcoming Solo Sokoa as your next tribal chief. And he embraced him, gave him a big hug, and Jimmy saw his crestfallen. Then later on, Roman makes the match. It's going to be Randy Orton against Jimmy Uso tonight. Jimmy's like, hey, I mean, Solo, this sounds like a, a great job for, for Solo. I mean, he's going to be, you know, the next heir. He's the tribal chief, right? And Roman said, no, but look, you got to understand, it's promotion season. So I'm sure promotion SZN will be appearing on some merchandise real soon. He says that to Jimmy. Jimmy starts to feel good about himself, gets excited, says yeet, which Roman didn't like. They slowly look at each other. No yeet. And Jimmy Uso goes out there. A little bit later on, Jimmy and Solo, Jimmy's backstage, says, man, Heyman's not talking. This feels like a setup, man. Like, like Solo, if I'm being set up, you tell me, right? Like, you tell me, right? Solo finally says, we're brothers. But as he does so, he's getting that Samoan spike thumb, just kind of letting that go. And Jimmy looks at it and just kind of is resigned to knowing his fate as he went out there. And obviously, everybody stayed together. Solo came out right before the end. L.A. Knight chased him off. Jimmy ends up losing via RKO, which led to all of the carnage at the end. And AJ Styles coming back out. But did you like? I mean, I love that interaction between them. I know a lot of people are tired of the Bloodline storyline and everything, but I think they keep it fresh enough for me, at least, you know, again, in the small times Roman is there, his interaction really makes it. And Jay on Raw and Jimmy on SmackDown now, you know, being a part, again, they are they were great together as a team, but, you know, we did see almost everything we could possibly see of them. This Bloodline storyline, you know, as far as them as singles, I think they've done a great job. I've really liked the progression, although it seems as if Jimmy is in essentially the same place as he has been the past few months, being the underling to Roman Reigns, being a member of the bloodline. But his progression as a character has been great because he's no longer like the puppy dog trying to get back in. He's now, he understands what's happening. He knows that he's being set up, that he's being kind of left by the wayside and being used by the bloodline. And as he slowly comes to terms with that, he turns more and more babyface. He becomes more and more of a sympathetic character. And I think that when he finally turns, it's going to be you know, just as big of a reaction as when Jay did. Carmelo Hayes defeated Grayson Waller. Kevin Owens defeated Austin Theory in the U.S. title tournament first round. There were inset program promos of Logan Paul uh, insulting both babyfaces and hyping up Waller and uh and and theory Kevin Owens obviously this feels like it is leading towards Kevin Owens and Logan Paul Logan said Kevin Owens dresses like a fifth grader who takes dodgeball during PE way too seriously I thought that was a good line there but 
again, they'll face off next week alongside uh, Bobby Lashley against Santos Escobar, which hopefully is ends up being a really good match. The only other thing really coming out of this was Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux are getting another shot again, Tom. I know we don't have a whole lot of time here left in this segment, but what do you think about another push of Karrion Cross? Hunter uh, hired a lot of guys back, Bronson Reed, DIY, guys like that, gave him pushes again. Seems to really be about carrying cross. Well, it's a different gimmick than anybody else up there has. There's, when you look at the lay of the land, I don't see too many spooky guys out there. Not too many people using magic as part of the act besides carrying cross. And what, what's her name? Alva Edison? Who's it's a Scarlet Bordeaux? No, not her. Oh. That tag team. Oh, uh, Alba and Isla. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, we've we, need, lost we need a good spookster I, nowadays, you know? I guess we do. Dan Housen can't be the only one putting hexes and curses on everybody. Uh, although we'll, we'll, we'll talk about NXT tomorrow when it comes to Tatum Paxley and whatever the hell it is she's doing. But we don't want to rush that. Let's go to break. Wrestling's over live. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. 
everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi, filthy Tom Lawler here with you, putting the bow on this thing, Wrestling Observer Live. You know, honestly, Tom, you can't feel you can't feel too bad, buddy, because you weren't the only one. As I do my best Brian Alvarez impression, you weren't the only one to fail the Empire on Friday night. Rocky Romero's reign as the NWA Historic World Welterweight Champion came to an end after 330 days on Friday night as he lost to Mascarada Dorada in 18 minutes and 32 seconds. Cubs fan, the premier English source for Lucha News, spoke his piece on Rocky Romero and where he stands in this year's Wrestler of the Year for Mexico. You can vote for whoever you want, and there's deserving people like Mystico, like Vikingo, but... Romero not only had the matches, but, you know, primarily against Volador Jr., but he also had a very crucial role in helping Panerita Del Ring become Mascara Dorada 2.0, and he also helped make Friday nights in Arena Mexico kind of hot again. And, I mean, I know you don't want to give too much credit to Rocky Romero here, but, like, I mean, you got to say, the man has had a hell of a year. Unfortunately, I have not had the time to view that match between Mascara Dorada 2.0 and Rocky, but I have heard that it was match of the year quality from what I've seen of Rocky in the CMLL arena, in the CMLL ring against Volador, against uh, Mystico, against a variety of people. He's been at the top of his game, and the crowd there is so hot when he's wrestling that you can't help but get into these matches. It's some of the best that you'll see all year. I know it's uh, it's not exactly the, the right way to do things, but when you look at Promoter of the Year and you see what that guy did to bring over the, the Junior Festival over to North America, the way that he is... He has lined himself up and is an intermediary between independent groups, groups in Mexico, the United States, and Japan. You could argue in a way that Rocky Romero is the promoter of the year, certainly for himself. Guess what, everybody? I'm... Filthy Tom and I are going to be back tomorrow on Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>